0: Welcome to Chronic Love, a supportive space for people with chronic illness. I'm Robin, a psychologist in New York City, navigating the fallout of a breast cancer diagnosis some years in. And I'm on a personal journey to join together with others who have similarly found themselves facing life challenges in the wake of chronic illness. Together, with the generous humans you're about to meet, we welcome you into our discussions.
1: I felt challenged by the question of, are you working? Are you, oh, you're not working. Hi, my name is Eva. I was uh, diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in August of 2017 and went through six months of intensive chemotherapy. And subsequently I've been in remission for
0: over two years. This idea of other people's expectations sticks up to me so, so much. So I did work. I had chemo on Thursdays. I had to take off Fridays, but worked mostly Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't remember big chunks of that, but I was there. I don't know how you did it. (laughs) But, uh, and for me, it was needing to keep some regularity in my life, needing to keep this part of my identity going. Um, So for me, that mostly worked. Hi, I'm Laura. Um, I was diagnosed in July of 2017 with triple-negative breast cancer and am BRCA1 positive, and went through a series of chemo and surgeries.
1: There's such a diverse range of experiences that people have with cancer existing experiences, and even within the same treatment group, people can deal with it differently. And also, people have different capacity for like how they can handle things in their day to day. I just was unable to work during that period. And I felt Mm -hmm. like every day, even when I felt so sick, I would have this guilty feeling. I had a freelance practice before. The implication could be, I was already working from home. Why couldn't I just continue working? And I think I had that guilt myself. And then to hear people kind of question whether or not I was still working, it just was, it really just sucked. You know, I think I would assume that I'm being lazy because I couldn't work uh, yet. Somehow, you know, I could barely even like watch a television show. I would be staring right. at the wall sometimes. So I, I applaud people who are able to continue working Um Or there's also the issue of people who need to be still working because of financial reasons. Um, And there's just so much guilt like threaded into all these different areas of cancer, whether it's like getting empathetic support from people and how do you thank them, or like, how are you managing your finances? And like, are you even able to work? And um, when should you go back to work and all that kind of stuff that it's just that felt like sometimes like a trigger for me, that question.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Which is probably my own issue, not well,
0: the well, other person's issue. Hard, no, 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 <laughs> no, Because this is real. We're dealing with issues of survival, right? You were dealing with your survival with just like making it through this life-threatening experience so that you can get to the other end of it and still be alive. Right. Right. Um, and, and here we are, you know, with other people's expectations.
1: Right. And and it felt like that expectation felt more like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I assumed it was like, maybe it would take your mind off things or like it would give you something to do, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel so sick if you, you know, and for me, it felt like from the minute that I was able, thank God to have financial support in the way. Uh, and use some of my savings to kind of move Um, but mostly just financial support for my family, which was uh, such a godsend. Uh, I chose to not work and that was the right decision for me. And I guess I always kind of felt guilty in that in the day to day of it. And I would try, I would like sit at my computer. I would accept a con like a temporary contract to write profiles on like 10 architects. And, and then I would just spend three weeks, like, delaying the deadline because I was too sick to work and being like, I need another week, you know? So it was like, I was torturing myself
0: through it. Yes. somehow.
1: Yeah. 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 But I think the other thing sometimes is like recognizing as, as somebody in the support network or in the environment or interacting with somebody going through cancer treatment that you just don't know what their treatment is and where they are in that phase. And there's actual like real logistical scenarios to not being able to work. You know, we've all been there. It's not, it's not just like if you have to have in your guys' case surgery, um, which is a, a more physically overt, like people can see that you're bandaged, you're all this, but it could be that, and again, like with coronavirus, people understand infection now a little bit better, but it could mean that you, you're just too susceptible, your immune system's too susceptible to be able to go out in public and to, and and I guess, I guess I just feel like I always had to kind of defend myself by saying those things. And it made me feel like somehow I was like touting how much I was suffering. And that's a kind of crummy feeling too. to um, have to kind of like when people don't understand, or maybe they minimize like what you're going through by accident, you end up feeling like either you have to let it go or if you're in some way defensive over it because it's a trigger, because it's about work or it's about whatever, like being at someone's birthday party and you couldn't go or yeah. you start to feel like you're defending yourself. And and it's like, that's frustrating too, to feel like you have to defend somehow that you're physically incapable of doing something, yeah. you know, it should be enough that you're going through treatment and you're unable to do something, you know? Yeah. I have to explain why.
0: Yeah. Just, trust, just trust. I'm making my decisions that I'm making for good reason. Right. Yeah. Know that it wasn't easy to make these decisions. Yeah. If you're watching this and you're resonating with any of this um i just want to say that you should know that you're not in this alone um you're never in this alone
1: ready one two three until next time sending
0: love until next time sending love until next time sending love If you'd like to join us for a candid discussion about your experience with chronic illness, or if you'd like to connect to Simply Say Hello, we welcome you to reach out through any of the social media platforms or through our website, and all of our information is listed below.